Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the weekend. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. It's Friday. I'm in love. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, we want to remind you we are finding Gordon an NFL team to root for this year. He's going to pick one by the end of the show. So uh, either use your use our open mic feature on the Zone Sports Network app. Tell us who Gordon should root for and why. Send us a tweet at Jake Scott Zone at Gordon Monson at Austin Horton, and uh, we'll we'll pick somebody good for not good necessarily like they have to be good, but we'll we'll pick a good fit. How about that? By the end of the show, Gordon, are you leaning one way or another? You don't have to to ruin the surprise, but if you you kind of uh, lean it a little bit. I'm whittling it down. I'm whittling it down right now, but have come to no real conclusion. Okay. That's why I need more suggestions from our listeners. Joining us now on the Sprint Special Guest Line live from Knoxville, Tennessee. He writes for the Deseret News. He is Jay Drew with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Jay, first of all, how are you? How are things? How's Knoxville? Uh, it's nice. It's a little warm here. It's not too humid, a little breezy, but it's nice. So far, what I've seen of it is a pretty cool place. All right, you have known Gordon for a very, very long time, and knowing what you do about him, what would be a good NFL team for Gordon to root for? What's a good fit, Jay? What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know. I think the L.A. Rams. They're kind of exciting, and he's got some L.A. ties, so uh, they got a kind of a fun coach, uh, Jared Goff, a former Pac-12 quarterback. So that would be my suggestion, but... Uh, you know, uh, he can he can do with that what, whatever he wants. What do you think, Jay, Jay, do you think the Rams will be able to bounce back from what happened at the end of last year and will be right back in the thick of it again? I think so. I mm-hmm. think they got uh, they got the ta- talent and uh, they should be able to to uh, overcome that. I, you know, the coach needs to get a little more seasoned, and uh, but I I like the Rams. They're mm-hmm. kind of my. I've always been a Vikings guy. That's my team since I was little. But uh, but I have to admit, the Rams are probably number two. All right, all right. Thanks for the suggestion. All I appreciate right. it. Uh, Jay, let's let's break this one down a little bit. We've been talking about this throughout the day. Who do you think there is more pressure on to win this football game, the Vols or the Cougs? You know, I gotta say the Vols just because of what happened, and their coach is a second year guy, and there's uh, you know all over the internet and everywhere their their fan base you know is uh is pretty worried about the future of the program and all that and there were such high hopes this year so um i think uh just you know tennessee is favored to win uh everyone knows what happened last week so i i think there's more pressure on them i i do think there's a lot of pressure on byu don't get me wrong but but uh Tennessee's in a, you know, basically, they, you know, from a national perception point of uh, point of view, Tennessee's got to win this game, or they're going to get literally buried by the national press. So that would be my take. 
Jay, what uh, what lessons do you think BYU and its coaches and players took away from week one? Uh, and what have they talked about? What are they honing in on for this game? Well, they keep talking, obviously, about the turnovers and the mistakes. Uh, that That's probably the big thing. They just got to – their offense just isn't good enough to – to spot the other team, you know, uh, a couple of touchdowns, three, I guess, if you count the uh, the fumble that was in, in near the red zone. So that, and then I think the concern, if there's one, is is that they really were high on their front seven, and they weren't able to stand up to Utah physically in the second half. And I, I think that's the other concern. Um that in some ways they're saying, well, we just ran into a great running back, Zach Moss. But if you look, if you look at a lot of those runs, he had a lot of pretty big holes to run through. They were uh, Utah's offensive line, which wasn't supposed to be a strength of the team. I thought manhandled BYU's front seven in the in the second half. So I would say those are the two concerns: one that they're talking about publicly, the turnovers, and another that they're quietly going about trying to, to figure out uh, maybe move a few players around, figure out a better way to stand up to the run. Jay, do you think Tyson Williams was underutilized against Utah, and do you expect that to be fixed this week? I think he was, but I, I you also got to remember they only ran 15 plays in the entire second half. So, you know, Jeff Grimes said, hey, we, he was in the game plan. We wanted to get him the ball, but you know, you uh, turn the ball over and you only run a certain amount of plays. And Utah literally held the ball the last nine minutes of the game after the rain delay and lightning delay. So, yeah, I, I think uh, they wanted to give him the ball more, and I think they will. I think uh, they'll maybe try to get some ways to, to get him out of the backfield, some short dump-off passes, kind of get some one-on-ones with a linebacker. So... Uh, yeah, and the short answer is I uh, definitely think he's going to be a major part of the game plan tomorrow. As I went back and reviewed the game that Tennessee had with Georgia State, Georgia State was able to run the ball on that Tennessee defense. And and surprisingly enough, Tennessee couldn't run the football much. And so that uh, involves the two questions, the two things you were just talking about, Jay. Uh, do, do you think BYU will be able to line up and play smash-mouth football with Tennessee? Will they attempt to do that, or will this be a game where, yeah, Tyson Williams will get his carries, but uh, Zach Wilson's going to be the offensive star? I think they're going to try uh, to 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 go smash-mouth and run it. I mean, I worked on that for you know the last eight, nine months. Uh, there's a reason they went out and got these fifth-year graduate transfer running backs. It's the style that I think Jeff Grimes wants to do. Um, but I also think that uh, they're not going to be afraid to even let Zach run it a little bit and even perhaps even Jaron Hall uh, out of the Wildcat or, or just out of formation running as well. So um, I think that's what they've pointed to all summer is is improving this running game. And I think they're going to they're going to stay committed to it a little bit more than they did against Utah. I think. I think they'll, even if it takes a couple, you know, three and outs or whatever. I, I think they'll, 
they'll uh, really try to establish the run tomorrow. So uh, in addition to that, was that a function of respect for Utah's defense that they didn't do that more in the first game? Yeah, I think for sure. I think, uh, you know, BYU knew Utah had a great defensive line, and uh, and although they were high on their offensive line, I think they kind of knew that uh, – but that's not the way to beat the Utes after, you know, so many years. And plus they had pretty good success last year with, with Zach Wilson throwing the ball against Utah and I, and with Matt Bushman. And, uh, they were kind of thinking that they could go in and maybe do that, that as well. Um, and they were reasonably well until they, and, you know, until the turnovers really, uh, bit them, bit them hard. Jay Drew joins us live from Knoxville uh, covering the BYU-Tennessee game going down tomorrow. And, Jay, who do you think is the most likely candidate uh, on the outside with the receivers, not counting Matt Bushman, obviously, to emerge as the the best playmaking option for Zach Wilson? I still think it's Aleva Hifo. Um, I think uh, he's the guy that can pick up yards after the catch. Um, you know, we're still waiting for Gunnar Romney to maybe show what he can do. Um, he caught, caught a couple balls the other day. I thought Micah Simon uh, had three really good catches against the youth. Not only did he have the nice catches, that he was able to turn up field, make a guy miss, and pick up a few yards after the catch. That was kind of a positive development for BYU, um, who really needs those receivers to uh you know to help out and pick up yards after the catch and that sort of thing so um but when i think this offense a lot of it is designed around uh obviously matt bushman but but also aleva hifo uh both in the jet sweeps if they can get him free on a couple of those and then and then also you know picking up the some of the from slot receivers some of those uh inside yards and then and then turning them into something uh, Jay, I, you and I have been talking about playmakers at BYU for years now. You know, who, who is going to emerge? And this has been a major issue for them. Do you think, first of all, how good is Matt Bushman? How often should he be thrown to? And uh, is uh, Laulu Putatau going to be available for this game? And if he is, do you think he'll see more action as far as you know, uh, Zach Wilson honing in on him and getting him the ball. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Matt Bushman's a you know, phenomenal talent. He might be the, the uh, you know, the, the possibility, the NFL possibility on this team. Uh, there haven't been a lot in the last few years. And uh, so I, I think he, he's great. He had six catches in the first half. And then, like we said before, they only ran 15 plays in the second half. And he didn't have a catch. So, They'll definitely uh, look to him more. Yes, uh, Moroni is expected to play, according to Kalani Sataki. When we talked to him Monday, he practiced all week, and uh, and he should play. And that he gives him another dimension. They can go double tight. They can line him out, uh, split him out. He he he's just a proven talent. Um, and then they also have Joe Tukuafu, who who you know I would. He didn't get a catch the other day, but he should be uh, ready as well. So I think they really, really want to rely on their tight end, all three of those guys I mentioned. And uh, and I think uh, 
tomorrow they should be at uh, full strength after Moroni didn't play against the Utes. Jay, one of the benefits of BYU being independent is the you know unique venues that they're, they're able to travel to, and you've obviously been covering the team for a long time and gone to a bunch of these venues, and uh, Knoxville sure, certainly should be fun. But what has been your favorite? Well, that's, uh, you know, the uh, when they played at Ole Miss, that was really fun. That was uh, that was a cool kind of town, Oxford, Mississippi, and the the Grove, the tailgating scene there was that was uh, that ranks right up there. Um, but uh, Nebraska was really fun as well. I, you know, and, and not just because of the ending, but just the the atmosphere there. And then Wisconsin always always stands out. They've been there twice, and obviously won last year. So. Those are uh, Ole Miss, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Those are kind of three that stand out the most, I would say. Jay, I know you don't have a rooting interest one way or the other, but based on what happened to Tennessee last week and what you know about BYU's program, is this, of all these games against uh, marquee football programs, is this the one that you would favor the Cougars to win? Yeah, I would say out of the the four they're starting with, you know, Utah, USC, Washington, and Tennessee, I, I would, yeah, I would say this is their best chance to get a win from those from those. If they uh, if they limp back into Lavelle Edwards Stadium with an 0-2 record and welcome USC in town, you know, you want you worry about their confidence, their momentum, and uh, and then just the fact that they haven't played well at home. Uh, for several years now against these big name teams, so uh, so yeah, I, I definitely think tomorrow's huge in that respect uh, to uh, to kind of get the jump start that maybe they'll pro- they'll need confidence wise to to play with the Trojans and then Washington the following week. Oh, one other thing, Jay, do you expect changes in, B- in BYU's defensive secondary as far as who's going to start in this game based on performances the other day? Yeah, I do. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they might try Diane Gunwoloku. He played corner against the youth. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they move him back. And I also wouldn't be surprised if uh, they play a little more nickel, um, especially if uh, if Tennessee comes out and tries to you know throw the ball all over the field. Um, Tennessee's got some really, really talented receivers. And... Uh, so that might be what it takes, but I, yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I think they were uh, a little inexperienced at safety outside of Austin Lee. Um, they started a redshirt freshman, uh, hate walk on Hayden Livingston, and I don't know if they can do that again against a really, you know, outstanding uh, set of receivers that Tennessee has. And by outstanding, I mean really talented and athletic. So. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to answer your question. I wouldn't be surprised to see a few a few little changes like that tomorrow. Dirk, you are the best. Thank you so much. Enjoy the game Jay. tomorrow. Oh, Jay, excuse me. I'm in uh, <laughs> I'm in a different world. I apologize, Jay. Uh, no, no problem. Same newspaper now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, thank you so much, Jay. We appreciate it. Enjoy the game tomorrow. Thanks, Jay. All right, guys. Have a good night. So I got to admit, I just pulled in Austin right there. Because Austin with uh, with Josh Parcell and the uh, Steve Smith and uh, and uh, um, and uh, 
Steve Smith and uh, and who Jake? Oh, jeez. Now see, you now pulled I, an Austin. Huh? Now I'm all flustered. Go ahead. Who, Where who you were? Was it? You were. <laughs> I was uh, looking at our schedule. Quarterback all number right. one. Uh, did won a national played championship. At and played at Auburn. His dad got really rich because he played he at Auburn. Did. Cam Newton. There you go. So I'm looking at our schedule, and Dirk's son Austin is now a member of our staff. And I was, anyway, that was embarrassing. Jay's been called worse. Jay has been called worse, and they are, I guess, at the same newspaper now. So you were close. Not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to come up with Thanks, an excuse because that's actually what happened. But, uh, you know, it's not a good one. All right. We want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Don't take the bus toward the airport parking lot. Diamond Airport Parking offers covered self-parking, covered valet parking, open valet parking, and free 24-7 car to curb shuttle service. Diamond Airport Parking since 1922 off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park right and save Diamond Airport Parking. I can't do multiple things at Who's, once. Who is the best, Dirk or Jay? Can't be both, Jake. You got to choose. They both are the best. Because you said, Dirk, you are the best. Uh, but I but meant it was Jay, Jay, you are the best. So who is it, Jay or Dirk? Dirk is also the best. Oh, okay. Why are you painting me? Am I, haven't I looked foolish enough already I here, just Austin? want the truth. You're the worst. <laughs> I'm the worst. Lloyd, Dirk's the best. Lloyd is no, is no longer the worst, Austin. You are the worst. All right. Thanks, Hans. <laughs> Never working this down You're again. the best, Hans. <laughs> Uh, let's find Gordon a football team. Let's get back to that. Let's do something I, I, else. We have gotten a whole lot of suggestions uh, via all. I, 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 this is going to be tough because people are giving me good reasons to go with a, a particular team. I, we got to settle this. Take us to break, Gordon. I've had a bad segment. Yeah, we'll talk with uh, Dirk Facer coming up next right here on The Big Show. <laughs> Well, I've seen you downtown You try to walk around with your feet stuck to the ground You never send the back Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott What a wonderful day we're having, huh, Gordon? Oh, you, make one, you make one mistake and now you get it, let it get you down Join Scotty and Hans coming up on Monday from noon to 3 at Soundsley Medical, 8941 South, 700 East in Sandy. We're helping Gordon pick his NFL team today. Uh, Gordon, you don't have a rooting interest in the NFL, and uh, you're, you're going to do a little experimenting this season. I you're going to you're going to jump on board I'm going to be re- a fan. I'm going to rediscover what it feels like to root for a team because I have none of that left in me. I think this is going to be a very fun exercise, one that can keep us dialed into the NFL season all year long. I think this is this is really fun. Should we go through some of the suggestions and some of the reasoning? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, let's see here. Um, Devin says, I think Gordon should get behind the Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> a, name, a team named after the car he might uh, drive. Seems like a good fit. Uh <laughs> you love picking that one out. I thought that was pretty good. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well, there's no Nampa Porsches, so. True. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Tank for Tua says, come be a Colts fan. You want a great quarterback? You want great quarterback play? We've got you covered. I promise we won't boo you either. He says, healthy quarterback not guaranteed. All right. How about <clears throat> this one? I suggest the Steelers. They have a long history with a lot of stories and a lot of fans. The Stillers? Stillers. You know, the Stillers have more per capita, more women fans than any other NFL team. Well, who? where's that referenced? 
Well, yeah, I you just know. make that up? No! Is that the Poland Community College again? or <laughs> Someone figured the it out. The New England Journal of Fact? <laughs> Uh, let's see. Oh, by the way, Kaz here says, uh, a huge sports fan, haven't had an NFL team since the 90s. See? So not every sports And then fan. adds the NFL is garbage. He doesn't watch the NFL. <laughs> that doesn't count. And says, I intentionally don't have an NFL team. I enjoy not having an emotional tie. I wish I didn't get emotional watching the Jazz and the Utes. Yesterday before the game, I decided to become a Chicago Bears fan because, A, nobody can call me bandwagon, and B, the Mike Ditka superfan commercials are awesome. Everyone's got a reason. All right, here is Tori who says uh, Chester Shadows is definitely a Raiders fan. And it says, I think Gordon should be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Gets a full experience of ups and downs that come from a Super Bowl or bust at the beginning. November, it's win the division. December, it's make the playoffs. January, get to 8-8. Eight and eight. That's funny. There is kind of a, a do or die with the Cowboys this year. That's actually a good who, point. Who was that one, last one from? Uh, Tori. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, somebody sent me a, a the, the uh, what do you call it, the uh, mascot of the Philadelphia Eagles. And I got to admit, that tugs at my heart a little bit, being from that area. Uh, and the Eagles were kind of a secondary team for me because I was more of a Packers guy as a kid. But uh, the Eagles were always around. But they just won the Super Bowl recently, and so I can't jump on that one. That's too... It's too easy, right? Like given where you grew up and you were a Phillies fan, I think you could jump on with the Eagles. Yeah, I mean... Uh, there's, but... a, there's a reason there. Uh, we've got a couple of open mics that have uh, come in. You can always open mic us. Don't download our app, Zone Sports Network app, and record up to 15 seconds of audio and hit send. Uh, let's start things off with Todd. And Travis. And Travis, both. Oh, okay. All right, Gordon, just like you, I love the NFL, but have never had a particular team to be a fan. Now is the time. With the Raiders coming to Vegas to our backyard, we need to be Raiders fans. Let's go Raiders. You know, I picked the Raiders because I have great childhood memories. So, Gordon, latch on to a good memory that's associated with an NFL team, and you'll be set. Hmm, okay. So right. borrow Todd's memories. Yeah, but I, I make I, them I, yours. I'm not above that. I like the the rationale of the Raiders coming to Vegas. Yeah, I could see a bunch of fans ac- actually around here latching onto that because it's now so it's so much easier to go see a game. Uh huh. Yeah. In fact, I bet I bet there are a lot of of football fans from this market, whether Raider fans or fans or not, take advantage of that. I mean, if you wanted to, you could get drive down there, watch the game, and drive home. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Now you wouldn't. You know, have fun staying in. Well, Vegas, we've but. heard that the the Broncos are the favored thirteen percent uh, here in Utah. Like the Broncos as their favorite team, which is the highest percentage. But now that the Raiders will be like you talked about, uh, the most geographically available team, then maybe that'll change. And the the renderings for that stadium look pretty darn cool. Yeah, yeah. If that turns out well. That could be a fun experience. So, so that that's a good argument, even though I can't stand the Raiders. Cody says, uh, Gordon, get behind the Miami Dolphins. They are dumping their entire team now to build for the future, so you can jump on them now before they are good to avoid being a bandwagon fan. Okay, but are you going to do this experiment more than one year? Are you, are you latching <laughs> I, on for good? That's what that's, I'm committed. Okay, because right? that's I, what a fan does. I can't just blow in for one year and blow right out, right? I, I thought you were experimenting. That's what well, you said. Well, I kind of was early yeah, in the well, show. Now you're committed. Here's here's a, a, don't get no, me wrong. I like it. Thing. I'll do it. 
But if I, I, I'm going to do it, if I, at the end of it it doesn't work, then I'll just bail out completely. But but if I, I'm not going to go to another team next year, see, I don't want to do that. If I'm going to do it, then I'm going to stick with it. Okay. You know, I, I'm not going to, but I can bail out at the end of this year, but I can't go to another team. All right, we've got another open mic coming in, Austin. Yeah, Justin uh, suggests the Dolphins well, but for a different reason. Justin, hit. how about the Miami Dolphins? Because it's time for him to retire and move on down there. <laughs> oh, that was so mean. Oh, you thought that was a good that idea? Was, that was funny. That was so funny. mean. It was funny. funny. <laughs> you know, a lot of Miami people go to Miami when the when it's time to go to Miami. Wow, you was... can still do the show from Miami. Yeah, I appreciate you picking that one, Austin. <laughs> I, I don't endorse Justin's comment Thank there, uh, yeah. Gordon. Right. In fact, I don't think you should pick the Dolphins. Actually, for a variety of reasons, I don't think you should pick Why? the Dolphins. What's the other ones? Uh, it's been a miserable franchise for <laughs> Since 30 Schulman. some years. Yeah, he, uh, he retired. Speaking of retired, Jake's not a big fan of the owner. Who is the owner? Oh, I thought you were going with that. Isn't it like Gloria Stefan and no. stuff? No. <laughs> it's the, the is, it, is it Ross is his last name? I don't know. He's been doing a lot of fundraising lately. Oh, has he now? Uh I'm pretty sure they're like they've there's a bunch of celebrity minority owners in the oh, in the Dolphins. Okay. I think so anyway. Well, that's another reason not to pick them. Hmm. Isn't uh who's that uh Gloria Estefan? Is she a, a a Dolphins fan? Well, I just brought her up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. You did? Sorry. <laughs> she was, turned the beat I was, around once. I was, yeah, she did turn the beat around. I was reading about uh, Mike. is uh, uh, He's suggesting for me to be an Eagles fan. So, you know, this is tugging at my heart a little bit because, again, as I mentioned, I'm from that area. Uh, so, But, this but is, he wants me to do it so he can hear about his team all year long. Yeah, he says uh, that's his favorite team, so he wants to hear more about the Eagles. This is, this is going to be hard, Jake. My guess, can I just guess which way you're going to go? What, which one? I think you're going to go with one of the L.A. teams. You do? I do. Why? Because you're obsessed with L.A. and I am not. California. If I was obsessed with it, I would have stayed there. So I left there because I wanted to get out. You're going to pick one of those teams so you can talk about the 304 and the 607 and, <laughs> and whatever. But the people in L.A. don't care about the Chargers. We already established that. They have no fans. I'd be the only one. This is a pretty funny tweet coming in from uh, Gang Green Utes fan who says Gordon should be a Jets fan because he was in his 30s the last time they won a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> 69 was a good year. Uh, yeah. It's Here, been a while here's for the them. thing. We've got a really good friend who's a Jets fan yeah. in, uh, in Kevin Graham. So and he's you could, miserable. You could jump on with him. But here's the thing. I like Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold's going to be good. I might be way off on that opinion, but I, I think he's going to be the best quarterback from that class last year. But the Jets aren't exactly a model franchise when it comes to how well they're run either. So no, no. They may end up having a great quarterback but totally squander it. How am I going to make this decision, Jake? Let's do it. Real quick, I need more feedback. Call in on the open mic. Real quick, real quick, help me. We're going to pick it next. You have uh, just a few minutes during the break here to do final uh, weigh-in on who Gordon should pick as an NFL team and why. you got to have panicking. why. Bring it strong real quick because uh, I need help on this. this is, and this is no small decision. This is a big decision. And it, has to be, it has to be from the heart. I have to commit and stay with it. 
at Jake Scott Zone, at Gordon Monson, at Austin Horton, or go to uh, the Zone Sports Network app, hit the open mic feature, and uh, record 15 seconds of audio. We'll make it official coming up next. It's the Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Big Show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. All right, we're going to do it this segment. We're going to make it official. Today's exercise has been a lot of fun. Gordon is uh, taking one step into fandom this year in the NFL. We don't have an NFL team here, so Gordon, you don't cover an NFL team. We don't have to worry about conflict of interest and those sorts of things. And you can experiment with being a fan this NFL season. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But we've been getting help from our listeners as to what team and why Gordon should be a fan of. Now don't don't uh, ruin it again. But you have a are you leaning? Are you leaning? I, are you feeling? I, I, I need I need more guidance. But uh, let me give you some some reasoning here. Um, I like the Rams, but they were in the Super Bowl this last year, right? So aren't I a Johnny come lately? Well, it depends on the reason you pick them. Uh, just because I like well. You like L.A. I got it. No, I like the look. I, I like their look. I like uh, sort of um, – and the Chargers would, would be good because they uh, they don't have fans. Uh, they and, need everybody they can get. And, but the problem there is that DJ was a Chargers fan for a long time, and I know he says he has walked away from them, but has he really? I think so. Has he? Yeah. Maybe the Chargers or maybe um, – He's got some Spanos bitterness. I like, I like the historical perspective of pirates, and so maybe the Tampa Bay Bucks. Okay. You know? uh, even though they were murderous and thieving and and stuff like that. I like their old logo with the pirate with the knife in his mouth. <laughs> the one that's long gone. I don't think that's coming back. They haven't brought that. Where back they had the creamsicle uniforms. Those were rad. <laughs> And and they had a big fluffy feather in there. Yeah, too. they should go back to that. Uh, They've got a pirate ship in their stadium too. And, and the Eagles are just you know, I mean, that's a team that I was familiar with growing up in the Philadelphia area. So I mean, I, I got all that going on. What, what else? Wait, let's hear. From let's you. hear some open mics. So we've got some Twitter response too. But let's uh, let's start with Joe on the open mic. Gordon should be a fan of the Atlanta Falcons because their stadium is named after a car he likes to drive. Oh, the Mercedes, yeah. yeah. The Mercedes. He's a German engineer. I've only owned one Mercedes, so it's not like it's. it's, it's uh, I feel any illusions. Uh, yeah, where's the honk on that? <laughs> I'll tell you this. I like the Falcons. I like Matt Ryan. I, I think Arthur Blank is one of the best owners in sports. I love here, you like this. I love that when they built that new stadium, they they kept the concession prices low. Oh, that's Because nice. they wanted to be good to the fans. Uh-huh. So they kept the con- concession prices like normal prices, not mm-hmm. stadium prices. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They're, they're at least, what, a, a couple years removed from the Super Bowl? So you can't really be called a bandwagoner there. But yet they've got and a shot had, at and it. And they had just a heartbreaking loss there that was inexcusable, really. 
Oh, and don't you want to see them redeem themselves? <laughs> what a horrible way to lose the Super Bowl. I mean, wouldn't of course, you rather the Seahawks get... lost in a really stupid way? Too. They did, and the Seahawks have a lot of guys that you covered. We talked yeah. about this off the air. Bobby oh. Wagner, easy dude to root for. Yeah, Cody Barton, Marquise Blair, up mm-hmm. there now. Mm-hmm. I'm not really a Pete Carroll fan, but maybe get past that. Russell Westbrook seems, or Westbrook. God, I'm having a bad day. Russell Wilson. <laughs> It's pretty easy Close to cheer enough. for. He's the best, yeah, other than is. Dirk Fisher. He is the best. <laughs> yeah, and you know what, Austin? If that makes it on to Sounds of the Week, I'm going to be really mad. Oh, it's okay. Maybe not Sounds of the Week, but uh, show promo? <laughs> no, that's so much worse. <laughs> that can't make a BYU or Utah promo. It'll, all, be, all, it'll be outdated. All weekend long. Well, this is great. We're picking Gordon at an NFL team. That's a great promo. That's been over three hours of work. Me, you got, you got me the, screwing up a name is brilliant. That's just embarrassing. But it, Dirk's the best, you said. And it was Jay. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have show chemistry issues if that makes it a again promo. Maybe you should retire and go to Miami. That's not what he meant. You're mad at Austin, too. I like this. We're both mad at Austin. Oh, you this babies. is good. Drive your rich cars home tonight. That never happened. Cry. Rich cars. You mean my beat-up Sonata? <laughs> but, no, this is good. It's, it's usually you and Austin ganging up on me or vice versa. You and I are on the same team right now. Wow. Yeah. It's it, always Jake and me ganging up on you, Gordon. It feels pretty good. Now once. One time, and it's over. All right, do we have another open mic? I don't know. You want to come do my job? <laughs> Not particularly. Dakota. Let's go to Dakota next. The Dallas Cowboys. America's team. If you love America, you'll love the Cowboys too. Come on over. See, I can't go Cowboys because the, when I was a big Packers fan, the Cowboys in the Ice Bowl, I just have never been able to root for the Cowboys, even though the Packers were the ones who won that game. I thought you said you didn't hate on teams. Now you're hating on the on the I, Cowboys. Yeah, I don't really hate on them, no. But uh, I, I would I would hesitate to go that direction. All right, let's uh, let's get to Dwight. I think you need to go for. The Detroit Lions or the Cleveland Browns, because neither one of those teams have been to a Super Bowl, and it would be fun to bandwagon them. So I say Cleveland. See, Cleveland could be really fun to watch this year. That's we hear that every year. No, we do not. Every year. We do not. Oh, we've heard how the drought is over and all this stuff. And I'm not sure I can. I'm not a big Baker Mayfield guy. He's kind of a punk. I want I want him to cheer for the Lions, Jake, because they will never win a game. And every <laughs> week on this show, we'll get to mock him for choosing the Lions. For choosing the Detroit Lions. I don't think that's the direction he's going to go, though. Well, not now that I said all that. Yeah, that's true. You did kind of ruin ah! that. All right, Gordon, here's a couple of tweets coming in real quick, last minute, and then we'll pick. Uh, Chad says, just be a Redskin fan because the ownership has no clue what they want to do either. it is uh emblematic is it not uh tyler says he should be a new york giants fan because the colors are red and blue and they beat tom in the super bowl twice uh let's see brad says gordon's got to become a rams fan due to the fact that eric weddle is on the team he might be the best person on the planet yeah he's he's a terrific guy eric weddle is pretty awesome and you did cover eric when he was at utah Mm -hmm. uh lucas says pick the packers they're a small market team lots of history owned by the local residents and rogers has an awesome mustache (laughs) yeah that's that's okay 
Uh, Devin says, it sounds like Gordon really does love L.A., and as such, he should cheer for the Rams. They play in the Coliseum and have a head coach with Hollywood looks. What more could he ask for? You are into looks. Mm. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Uh, okay, I'm going to make a decision. Are we going to do it? All right, I'll, can I'll we get some, some drums or something? Yeah, can we, so can we build this up a little bit? All right. Hold on. <laughs> You can blow a trumpet in there because, you know, you can't yeah, whatever. sound uh, an uncertain I am trumpet. super excited about this exercise. And Gordon's team is? The L.A. Rams. You're going with the Rams. Well, that whole, that whole suggestion that the Packers and the Eagles, it should be one of those because those were the two teams I, I kind of rooted for. That, that, that is sound logic. But I've never, I've never really rooted for the Rams, and so they I'm, made a Super Bowl. Why not choose them? Well, what's what's your reason? <laughs> I I said I wouldn't call you a bandwagon fan, depending on what it. reason you're picking the Rams. Uh, I like the Eric Weddle angle, and how about this for being superficial? I like their helmets, and I like the fact that they went back. My friend in the fifth grade, who was a big Rams fan, I can't argue. They got the best helmet in all of football. I'll okay. Go, I'll go Rams. All right, Gordon Monson. What better reason could there be? Is now officially uh, get, a Rams fan. Get rid of the gold. Get rid of the yellow, whatever that is. Just be blue and white as far as the old-time Roman Gabriel uh, Rams back in the day. But uh, anyway, yeah, I'll, go, I'll this, go Rams. This week, Gordon, uh, the Rams are on the road at the Panthers uh, they have an 11 o'clock kick. It's on uh, Big Fox, but I don't know if we get that uh, region. We might. I'd have to look it up. All right. Rams. So, Rams it is. Let's get Gordon. You said you'd get a sticker. I bet we could I bet we could find uh, some Rams paraphernalia for I you. I want a jersey on him. Be a jersey Gordon wearing him? a jersey would be a sight. Well, you're with uh, – I know Hans uh, has kind of gotten back on the Rams bandwagon since they moved back to L.A. for obvious reasons. Is he a Rams fan? Well, his uncle played there, right? Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't on goals per- maybe huh? he doesn't particularly like the Colts so he's he's gone with the Rams well if he's if he's a Rams fan can I be a Rams fan yes of course no. I'm just saying you've got a you've got a partner in fandom okay Rams it is I've made my I've made my decision I'm gonna stick by it the Rams alright you're gonna I'm be you're, you're gonna be hearing about <laughs> you're gonna be hearing updates on the Rams all season now long. you've really gotta do this you've really gotta root for this team <laughs> Because you're this whole exercise is about you getting back in touch with your inner fan. So you actually yes, got to have to. I have to dive into you it. You got to do it. You got to root for those Rams. You've got to have an emotional attachment. Okay. I like the fact that it's not a team that anybody in my family roots for because it's all mine. Who is what it, team? It's all mine. What teams are yours? The Rams. Well, let's hear a cheer. Go Rams! That sounded fake. Beautiful. Okay, let me try again. Go Rams! That was better. <laughs> okay. Still a little fake. But I that wish was it was better. on video. <laughs> he did give it the like go fist. It's like pump he got a hernia. <laughs> go Rams. Go Rams. All right. Okay. There you go. Gordon Ma- Gordon Monson, Rams fan. Go Rammies. We'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 the zone.
Wrapping up a big show, 97.5 and 1280 Zone, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, and Gordo. This weekend uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, Utah State and Utah have some kind of gimme-type games, but uh, I think we can learn something, as you said earlier in the show, and then I, I think BYU-Tennessee is going to be fascinating. Yeah, the second week of a season, obviously there's all that buildup for week one, but uh, I, I find the second week uh, almost as fascinating, really, because we're learning more each time out. I mean, it, will the Utes take care of their business where they should against Northern Illinois? Last year was a joke. I mean, they, they should have played much better. They didn't. They were disorganized offensively. I would expect them to take care of their business in a manner that uh, is satisfying for Kyle Whittingham because that team is really, really good, meaning the Utes. BYU against Tennessee. I mean, this is kind of like the pressure bowl and Tennessee, if they lose this game, I just can't imagine how that crowd's going to react. So I, I, I don't know how good Tennessee is, but I would expect them to be as good as they can be. So are they good enough to beat the Cougars in a down year? What seems to be a down year with the program is scraping bottom a little bit. Uh, we, we'll find that out. And then, you know, the mighty Stony Brook uh, against Utah State. I, I don't give uh, the Aggies much of a chance against uh, a powerhouse like Stony Brook. No, not no, giving them any not, chance. Not, not, none whatsoever. Over just, before it begins. I, I just I can't see uh, a player, a quarterback the caliber of Jordan Love being able to overcome that kind of defensive no, force. No, not going to work. It. No, no I, I could see that being maybe a 4-5-6 touchdown loss by the Aggies. All right, uh, Gordon, you and I are both picking Utah State, despite your tongue-in-cheek comments there. I believe we're both picking the Utes. I want to know where you stand on the Cougs, sir. Who's going to win tomorrow? Uh, the Vols sucked against Georgia State. You just said you thought that they would get uh, Tennessee's best, though. I, I know, but what is the best? How good is that team, really? Uh, all right. If I have to pick, I guess I'll go with the Vols because they're the home team and their their coach's job might be on the line. So I, I guess I might lean that way. But I tell you the truth, I have no clue. I'm picking uh, BYU. I thought that they would get this one since before the season. So I think that uh, incriminating audio is only imp- uh, appropriate here. Well, you Seconded. Can, you can have quite a bit of uh, what? Well, let's put some incriminating audio on the line here. Let's make this interesting uh, tomorrow. Lisa's pet name for me is <laughs> Bowler. That hasn't gone uh, particularly well for me in the past, so I'm not sure how eager I am to jump aboard that raft. See, this is, this is a pretty even game. This is, this is the great opportunity for incriminating audio right here. Okay, I'll do it, but... I don't really feel all that good about it. All right, because I'm not I'm not committed to this pick because I think it's just as likely that the Cougars win. But just to be on the other side, I'll I'll go with the Vols. I just like it. Go that, Cougars! That we're both going to be sweating a little bit tomorrow. <laughs> we're both going to be sweating it a little bit. I'm going to be a little more dialed into that game tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, I just. Be gentle if I if I come up on the wrong side of this. Like, Be gentle. That's a good story. I don't think I can top that. You've been fairly brutal in the past. We've heard this story a hundred times. Let's move on. All right. Everybody enjoy the day of college football tomorrow. We'll talk to you on Monday on The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.